pretty girl. Hey, pretty girl. Thank you for tuning in to episode three of our podcast. Thank you guys so much for being patient with us. I know things come up. We're moms, we're professionals, we're business women, so things come up. But thank you so much for tuning in with us for another Friday episode. I am your host, Nakaya. And I'm Kawana. And we're just grateful to be back. I know the seat, this the background looks a little bit different, but uh, we'll be back in our normal set next week. But we did not want to miss another week. We missed you guys so much. So here we are, live and uncut for who a topic that is long overdue. Sure. A topic that who we couldn't even do no makeup for this one, y'all, because we're going to get real and raw and uncut you know that our slogan and the line that we stand by is that we dig to the root and we intend to do that tonight we intend to dig to the root so we're not going to delay we're going to jump right into it and tonight's topic is on i almost gave up I almost gave up. And I know that's probably something that, you know, we've all dealt with, we've all um, experienced, and we've just thought about doing. So tonight, we're just going to get honest with you guys. And we're going to share, you know, moments where we really felt like giving up and how we um, just got through that process and, you know, how we endure, you know, to the end. And, you know, that's going to be one of the takeaways is just how to endure when stuff gets tough, when everything around you is tight, your back is up against the wall and you're ready to say, get somebody else to do it. Um, Mm -hmm. So let's jump right into it. So girl, I was laughing when you said I almost give up us talking about it because I was like, girl, which which time? (laughs) Which time we finna talk about? Listen, we might be talking about as as early as last week. I'm just saying. And that's exactly what I was thinking. I was thinking about us walking through the experience that we had last week and how we ended up in all night prayer. We ain't go to bed till we started at what twelve and go to bed at two o'clock in the morning. No, so, no, it was definitely three. <laughs> what girl? Listen, so so I'll start off. So I um, and I can't even say it ceased. Um, I think that you know one thing that one thing that we have to understand is that if you are elevating, if you are being pruned, if you are doing this walk, you're gonna have some warfare, yeah. and you have to know how to fight. Like knowing how to fight, how to pray, how to worship is a mandate. It is not up for debate. You have to know how to do it. But sometimes we get so swept up in what's taking place that we forget to do all them things. We just ready to, you know, war with our hands, which we know the word says the weapons of a warfare are not carnal. So um, to start off, I call my fellow pretty girl over here and I just was having a a week. I mean, it was just thing after thing after thing after thing. And I felt this heaviness. Um, Literally, um, that's the only only way I can describe it. It's this heaviness. And I called my girl. So I'm going to let you cut in. Yeah, I just, whew. You know, what's interesting is that I echo very similar sentiments and that I, I got to be completely honest and really dig to the rule. Me giving up wasn't a past experience. I'm walking this thing out right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not telling you guys that are watching anything that I'm not living through right now. You know, when things aren't adding up, you're like, what is going on? You know, 
everything around you seems to be an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, still having to plow through it, still having to put a smile on your face mm-hmm. and be there for others, still having to be you in the midst of your own adversity. Um, and I found myself in a situation where I literally had to say, it's going to be God. Or it's going to be God. Mm-hmm. Like this wasn't something that I could talk my way out of. This mm-hmm. wasn't something that I couldn't control. You know, this this part of my process wasn't something that I could just um, oh it'll get better and ignore. No, it required something in me, and it required something of me in order to even be talking about it right now. Yeah, um, you know, I, I realized that you know this is just part of the process, and I've learned to smile through the process. Mm-hmm. I've learned to war in the process, and you know, and how I didn't give up is because in this process I found my identity. Mm-hmm. You know, in this process I found who I really am. You know, mm-hmm. in this process I found that. I'm stronger than I think. And that used to be a trigger for me. That used to be a statement that would really, you know, get on my nerves because I was so tired of hearing so many words and prophecies of you're so much stronger than you think. Mm-hmm. But in this moment of when I was close to giving up, that I really understood my strength. So yes. I'm here in the strength to, to even be able to talk about it and just, you know, really talk about, you know, the heaviness that comes with it, the mm-hmm. burdens that come with it, the requirements, even when you want to give up. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, and, and that was where, this is where I stick my pen right now is in the moments of, you know, yeah, yeah, I want to give up. Yeah, I wanted to throw in the towel. You know, thank God I don't feel that way now, but just last week, if you would have talked to me, I wouldn't have been the same pretty girl empowerment. It would have been pretty girls, pretty girl gonna give up. <laughs> so you know what's interesting? Um, as you were speaking about the words and the prophecies that told you how strong you were, it makes me think about the time where I experienced that um, really high level of spiritual warfare. And I called you and someone else up, and you guys prayed for me, but you said to me, do you not know how powerful you are? And I remember how that was a catalyst for me because the one thing that the enemy tries to do, and I think this is important as we talk about giving up, is he tries to he tr- he tries to trick us in- into thinking that we don't have the power and the authority. Mm-hmm. And Jesus gave us the power and, and the authority to fight the wiles and schemes of the en- enemy. And y'all got y'all got to forgive me because I because I be <laughs> that's just the way I talk naturally, but um. He gave us that power. And I remember um, it not so long ago, it was just a little, you know, a little over a year ago where um, I didn't understand the authority and that um, I do have the power to pray. I do have the power to worship. And when I tell you that has been, um, and it makes sense, that has been my saving grace. Mm-hmm. Because, um, and then I think the other thing that is important to talk through is that you can see breakthrough in an area. I mean, in these past few weeks, there are things that have been long, that I've been um, praying for for a long time, that I've seen coming to fruition, that I've seen manifest in this realm, right? But you have to continue to pray. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, the, the one thing that came to mind as you were speaking is we got to clear the air a bit because giving up is not a sin unless you give up. Yes. The, the thoughts are going to come. Let me be honest and just speak openly for a second 
the past, I want to say eight weeks have been rough. Mm-hmm. You know, they've been rough in so many aspects, but just to name a few, I was in the middle of a very important audit at work. Um, I was in the middle of ministry obligations. I was in the, you know, in the midst of being a wife, a mother, you know, a friend. I had, there were so many hats that we always wear. And in the midst of it, I was secretly studying for a major test that is going to catapult me to the next level professionally. Mm -hmm. And I remember, you know, sleepless nights. It wasn't that far, you know, I've only, well, I'll get to that point, but, you know, sleepless nights, sacrifices, things happening at work um, and all around me that just plain weren't fair, you know, weren't, weren't fair that was happening. You know, there's some things even now that are happening at work that just are not fair. And it just mm-hmm. flat out, you know, I'm like, God, I know this ain't true. But in the midst of it, I still have to smile. Mm-hmm. I still have to be the professional. You know, there there were some heavy things going on, even with um, some hiring processes that were just, I could go on and on. And for the sake of confidentiality, I can't be too uh, transparent. But there were so many things that were counting against me. It looked like that I was not going to win in any area. Mm-hmm. It looked like I was going to be, you know, um, unproductive at work mm-hmm. and that he was going to have his way in my workplace. It looked like I was not going to pass this exam. It looked like, you know, home life was just in an uproar. Mm-hmm. I still had to show up and encourage somebody else. I still had to show up as a leader in ministry. On the inside, I was literally like, Lord, I am going to give up. Any minute now, because the pressure on me was much more than I was ready. To, I was even ready for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fast forward, uh, like I said, sleepless nights because I was up to the wee hours studying. You know, making sure my my children were still taken care of, make sure my husband was still taken care of, still preparing for this heavy audit at work day in and day out. I did it for about six and a half weeks straight. And um, I, thankfully, I passed the exam that I was studying for. All praise to God. You know, I got a, a, a perfect audit, zero citations, yes. and I'm beginning to rejoice. But there's still pressure. The pressure yes. never let up in other areas. I yes. still There was still a, a mandate and a requirement of me to produce, you know, and, and try to enjoy the positive while still battling so many things, you know, that were still lingering, that were still going on, that were not, you know, that had not let up. And mm-hmm. I got to a point where it was like, Lord, I'm, I'm, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know what you want me to do, but I can't take anything else on. I can't take be responsible for anything else because if you give me something else right now, I'm going to throw it all in the towel. Mm-hmm. And those thoughts came. I never gave up. I never broke a sweat. Thank God. I never acted on the thoughts but the thoughts came which brings me back to the original point that the thought of getting giving up is not simple you know the the thought of it's too much you know we're human so in our human nature it's going to seem like a lot there are still things unresolved to this day that seem like a lot and the thoughts are going to come but mm-hmm. you are not, there's no condemnation in the thoughts there's no you know you're not judged because of those thoughts because we've all been there yeah we yeah. all the thoughts are not simple. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. And you know, ultimately when we talk about the process and, and how to fight, um <laughs> even in the past couple of days, um a lot of my spiritual warfare is in the mind. 
And really, this is why you have to be grounded in your word. You know, I kept reciting, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Every tongue that rises up against me shall be condemned. Um, the Lord said that he would never leave me nor forsake me. I can do anything through Christ who strengthens me. I'm fear, you know, all these things, you you recite them. And that's, and that's how you combat the enemy because ultimately the enemy tries to whisper lies into your ear. So when he's whispering lies into your ear, you have to combat him with the word. What I think about when I think about this example, um, if you guys want an example of just warfare and how you fight, because I think sometimes, and I know for me, when I was starting my walk and people say, you know, you fight by praying. Well, how, what would that look like? You know, what does fighting with my worship look like? And one example that really, really painted the picture for me was Jesus when he was in the wilderness and he was being tempted by the enemy. And literally the enemy would say something that was a half truth, right? Or just a flat out lie. And the Jesus would literally recite the word, the, the full truth of the word to him. And when you think about a a picture of how you should fight, that is how, how we should fight. But listen, y'all, it is so important that you are surrounded with people who know how to go to war. Because let me tell you, what was that? Um, two days ago or one day, day ago when we were up praying, um, we, we went to war. We just straight went to war. We straight went into prayer. And it don't matter that it was almost three o'clock in the morning when we went to bed and we got to go to work. We got to get these kids together, dog, you know, daycare, all this stuff. But we had to go to war because we had to go to go to war to fight. And just know that when you are in this space of elevation or pruning or um, whatever process, whatever part of the process is you are, it's going to cost you something. Cause yeah. yeah. Cause I would say that <laughs> a lot of my walk, I have been, uh, what, what you call it? Spoiled. Spoiled. I had to fight like this. Who? Uh, listen, I know you could attest to this, Nakai, where I, I was like, Lord. And then, and then I'm talking about, it has not been a fight like this. And just looking at even some of the things that have come into fruition, they've come, but we still got to fight. But I thank God for being in a position where you have to stay in the prayer. Like there is no choice. Like you have to stay in prayer or something. Thank God for that. But you're about to say something. No, I was just thinking, like, even to put it in layman's terms, you know, for the babes in Christ out there that might be watching us, what does it mean to go to war? What does it mean mm -hmm. to fight? And honestly, it's doing the opposite of what the enemy is telling you to do. Yes. So, you know, when it, when you hear the words give up or throw in a towel or what are you fighting for? You know, it's literally doing the opposite of what, you're, what the first thought is. If mm -hmm. the first thought is anti-God, meaning give up, throw in a towel quit you'll never be all of those um as dr ross called it intervals i'll never be and all of those things mm -hmm. you literally have to make the decision in your mind to do the opposite the very opposite of what um you know you want to do i could have gave up but guess what? The reality is you never see the fullest manifestation of the father in your life if you quit prematurely. Yeah, 
Yeah. And the 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 friction that you're experiencing, the the pressure that you're experiencing, the weight that you're experiencing is the indicator of just how close you are. Mm-hmm. And it's just the trick of the enemy, of the devourer, to get you to feel like you can't take no more, to feel like it's worthless, because you literally abort the mission prematurely if right. you so choose to give up. You right. literally you know, you could be at the break. You could literally be right here at the finish line and meters away from crossing that threshold. And the, and the enemy shows up and talks you out of it. You never see the fullest manifestation of God in your life. And that's when it becomes sinful because we're responsible for being, you know, the, the living beings of what heaven has in yeah. the earth. Yeah. And if we abandon that mission prematurely, we literally miss it. Yeah, literally miss it. We not only do we miss out on all that the father has for us, but we miss out on destiny. We miss out Mm -hmm. on purpose. We miss out on the very thing that we're created to do. So, yes, it gets hard. I'm here to tell you it's hard. It's hard. However, the the friction, the turbulence, the you know, all of the things that you're experiencing are indicators that you're doing something right. Right. Yes. That you're doing that yes. you shaking hell enough that they had to send stumbling and roadblocks to you to try to get you off course because you're doing the very thing the father called for you to do anyway. Yes. Yes. And you know what? Um you know, just just even talking about being called, even in a situation where I saw you press, and I and I can tell y'all, there were nights where it was way past when when she should have been in bed and she was up studying. But I can tell you that just seeing her go through her process encouraged me for my process because I'm taking the exam as well, and just knowing that she's a mother, she she is. Um, in a very high demand career, ministry obligation, just seeing her do it just gave me the inspiration that I could do it as well. And as we go through these processes, just remembering that we're not doing these things for ourselves. Mm -hmm. We are literally, it's literally not even about us, but it's so that we can pull a sister or a brother through as they go through the process as well. And that is, that is one thing that, that encourages me as I go through these things. And even times where I went through something that was so peculiar. And I don't know about you, Nakai, if you felt like you went through something that was so peculiar and you felt like you was the only person who ever went through it, but then you meet some, you come across somebody that feels hopeless in the same situation and you can say, hey, I went through this situation as well and this is how I got through it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, without that, there is a hopeless generation. Yeah. You know, I, you know, there are plenty of things that I get plenty of examples of. I almost gave up, but the reality is giving up is not only just giving up on yourself. Mm-hmm. It's not only giving up on the things that God has promised you, but then you surrender your testimony, which can help the person coming after you. Mm-hmm. You know, in many cases I realize, and, and not boastfully at all, but I realize that I'm a forerunner for many things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a forerunner and I'm setting the blueprint for someone else to follow. Yeah. And if you're that person and you're that person watching and you're the forerunner, you're painting a picture that is not yet drawn. You're, you're, you're creating a manual and a rubric that does not exist in the earth. And 
And there's going to be resistance. There's yeah. going to be turbulence. And here's why. You're painting something that looks abnormal to the natural person mm -hmm. when you're really a spirit being that is in this human experience that is cultivating something new for a world that has yet to see the manifestation of what that is. Mm -hmm. You know, you're literally someone that is painting the uh, your version of the Picasso for the first time. So yeah. it's not going to look like what you see, which makes it even harder because there is, you're not a carbon copy. You are literally the original of the thing that you the are. Blueprint. <laughs> you are the blueprint. You are the blueprint. Like there yeah. is no blueprint. And I realized I used to always um, get upset because, you know, I see other individuals that you know the the mantle from their mother or their father is now on them or the mantle from the generation if it didn't come from a mother or a father is now on them mm -hmm. and i am definitely that person i am called to be the curse breaker in my family mm -hmm. um but i realized that because i am called to be the curse breaker i am doing this without a model Mm -hmm. I'm doing this without a role model. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm doing this without a figure of someone that has already done it, which makes it even harder because there is nothing to go by. It's mm -hmm. literally you, your process, and Holy Spirit. Yes. That's okay. You know, yes. sometimes we feel like, oh my goodness, the weight of the world is on my shoulders. It, it may feel like that. I'm not denying that at all. But dig into the root looks like somebody has to do it. Yes. Yes. Why not you? Yes. What you don't want to happen is you be like maybe people that are that were up your family tree that could not do it or flat out would not do it. And you become yet another that couldn't do it for the bloodline coming after mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. So then not and consider not only the are the people behind you having their own roads to travel, but now they have to travel your road. Yeah. But you didn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I, I think about? I think about a, a sermon that my apostle preached a while ago and it made me think about something that the Lord said to me. So it was one night and I was I was having a pity party with myself. I'm like, Lord, this is too hard. I don't even know how you and I know plenty of y'all didn't have these conversations too. I don't know how you expect me to do do this. I'm one person. I'm a single mom. I'm this, I'm a that. I'm, I'm just telling him all the reasons why I can't do what he asked me to do. <laughs> and he told me, y'all, <laughs> not only what did I have to do? What he asked me to do, but that there was going to be more that he required of me. And I think about um, it was a sermon that my apostle preached maybe a few months ago, and he said it's a lot, but it's supposed to be. And I was like, wow, it really changed my perspective of what that process looks like. And when we think about the process of oil. And I know a lot of preachers have um, preached on this, but the, the process of um, getting oil from an olive oil or the process of making uh, making a diamond, when you make a diamond, there's a lot of pressure. Mm -hmm. When you are creating oil, there's a lot of um, pressing. And when we look at this process, in order for us to be shaped and formed into what God has called us to be, there is going to be a pressing. There is going to be a shaking. There is going to be turbulence. Even as we think about a plane that's elevating, a lot of times when that plane takes off, there is some turbulence. There's some, some, some rockiness as you elevate. So, you know, one thing that I think that has changed from my previous days is just realizing that this is a part of the process. And not only is this a part of the process, but I have the tools to fight.
And I, and I pray for anyone who is watching this, that the Lord gives you the tools to fight. He gives you the vernacular because there is, it's, it's not something that you arrive at. Um, until we, until we meet, meet the Lord, um, until we uh, meet our final resting place, we want to fight. And not to say that it's going to be all terrible, not to say that because, you know, a lot of people might wear their warfare on their sleeve. No, not that. But just just be in a place where you understand that there might, might be some warfare and that you were equipped to do what you need to do so that you can you can be victorious because we're already victorious. Yeah. And you even know? understanding that it's in you. You yeah. know, one of the things that I had to remind myself of in those moments where I almost gave up is that it's in you. Yeah. You know, there, there is somebody that is watching this right now that is on the brink of wanting to give up. Yeah. And I'm here to talk to you, pretty girl, because I understand what that feels like. Yeah. Um, but I, re- you know, I remember the very first time I had to preach a Sunday service and I was like, oh, y'all got to be joking. <laughs> like, <laughs> Got to be joking. And I just I felt like I can't do this, which was a lie. But I felt that way. I felt like I'm going to throw up. What am I going to say to the people? Lord, what you want me to do? All these different thoughts. And I remember that particular Sunday, I went in an office at the church. And I shut the door. And I was trying to get myself together. And I was in my word. I was sitting, looking down at my word. And I happened to look up in the office. And there's a picture of a lion. Mm. And the lion says, no guts, no glory. Mm. And it checked me. <laughs> so I'm talking to you, pretty girl, when I say that there is a fight in you. Yeah. There, there is a fight in you. There is a level of you that will pull on the strength of the father so that you don't give up. Because mm-hmm. you don't understand that what you're giving up on, you don't even have the, the verbiage to understand what it really is that you're giving up on. Mm-hmm. And if you give up prematurely, you're going to miss it. Yeah. So you're going to have to muster up all the strength that you yeah. have left to literally pull on the father because you can do this. I want to see you make it because yeah. this, this, this segment ain't just for me. It's for you too. You yeah. have to make it. There is no other way. Yeah. There's no other path. You have to take this route because on the other end of all the hell that you have had to go through is literally the next phase of your life. But understand that if you don't get through this, you're either A, going to miss it, or you're going to have to repeat it. Yes. And and that's the reality. You run the risk of repeating it. Trust me when I tell you, you're probably going to hear me say this a hundred times on tonight's podcast, but understand that you're talking to someone who understands what hard is. My life has not been a crystal staircase. It ain't always been easy. You know, there are times I had to fight and cry at the same time, but understand that what's on the other side of this turbulence is worth it. Mm-hmm. And I haven't, let me be clear, I have not even yet walked into the other side of this. Mm-hmm. I am walking through just like you are walking through. But mm-hmm. I know that every step I take, I, I find my strength, I find my confidence, I find the passion to keep going because I refuse to let anybody, any enemy, natural or in the spirit, talk me out of what I know God has for me. Yeah. 
and you can't either. Pretty girl, muster up, pull up by your bootstraps. I know you don't probably want to hear it because I didn't want to hear it. But pretty girl, you got, you have what it takes to make it to the other side. You just got to yeah. make a decision in your mind and then move on what God said. And I think that brings us to our next point is that, you know, part of not giving up is almost rehearsing what the father said to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you know, and in doing so, you block out any other negativity because let, let's be clear. Sometimes it ain't the enemy, all, you know, that directly that's speaking to you. Sometimes he sends it through somebody that's supposed to be a friend. Yeah. Sometimes he sends it through work. Sometimes yeah. he sends it through so many other avenues and so many other platforms. But what did the father say? Yeah. 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 I um I, I think about, you know, anytime we, we, we have to do something that's uncomfortable. And as you were talking about preaching and I haven't had to preach y'all. Listen, Oof. but um, I remember being so afraid to go up and pray in front of people because the way my church works is we in, in Nikai's church as well is we rotate prayer. And I remember being so terrified about going up and praying in front of people. And I'm like, Lord, what if I, what if I don't know what to say? Or what if this, or what if that, and what if that? And even going back to what you just said about just speaking about what the Lord has said about you. You know, the one thing that the Lord's, you know, and I'm not going to go in about what he told me about me, but I will say that the word says that he would never leave me nor forsake me. Mm-hmm. The The word says that I can draw onto him for strength and for strategy. Um, I know that if we put a demand on the Lord's voice, he is going to speak through us and we can draw on the Holy Spirit to flow through us so that we can speak as he tells us to speak. So, um, I think that <laughs> it's been several times that I've had to pray now, but, you know, just be okay if you're so nervous. Mm-hmm. And uh, and ultimately, that's an indication that <laughs> you're probably not prideful about it because there is a level of um, responsibility that comes with speaking anything that you know you have to draw on the Lord for. You want to make sure that you're doing so from a, a vessel that's consecrated. So I just want to talk to the one who was being called to pray. If your church is telling you to pray, pretty girl, you can't back away from this assignment. You have to go and pray because your voice needs to be heard. Not anybody else's voice, not your pastor's voice, not your your sister, this person or sister, that person, but you. And you are good enough to go forth and use your voice. And we even even come against anything that is attempting to muzzle any of the pretty, pretty girls out there who it's your time for your voice to be heard. It's your time to come forth and be bold. Um, I think about Esther and how it, it only could be Esther that she was called forth for a time such as this. And even how her um her cousin Mordecai told her, if it's not you, it's going to be somebody else. But don't think that you're not going to suffer from the consequences that come forth if you don't come forth. So it has to be you. If you're called to preach, preach, as the guy did. And she told y'all, she, 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 she has some feelings about it, but she still did it. And not only did she do it once, y'all, she did it twice. Just so y'all know. She did it twice. And she did an amazing job. Um, but if you're, if you're, if you're called to, if, if you're, being called to preach, if you're being called to um, lead intercession or prayer or to minister and dance or to sing, it's time for you to do it. It's time for you to rise and use your voice. 
Yeah, and it don't matter what nobody says. Mm -hmm. Just don't give up. Mm -hmm. And here, and, and let me talk to the one that maybe made mistakes. That maybe just said, "I'm gonna put this on the table and I'm gonna leave it here." But maybe and you didn't quit. You just ain't gonna do that. Whatever that is for you, mm -hmm. that that's okay too. We're talking to you too. It's not too late. Mm -hmm. I feel that heavy that it's, it's it's not too late. You know, the things that we put on our wish list, the things that we say we'll do in five years because of mm -hmm. one reason or another, it's it's not too late. Mm -hmm. It's not too late. It's not too late to be all that called you to, that God called you to be. As long as you have breath in your body, you have another chance to do it. You just mm -hmm. can't give up. Yeah. So we've talked a lot about not giving up, but let's shift to what it looks like or what it takes not to give up. And, mm -hmm. you know, and meditating on tonight's podcast, you know, I did a lot of meditating on endurance. Mm hmm. You yeah. know, the, the, you know, the, the, we don't, we, we typically don't get heavy into scripture tonight, but I think it's important because um, I kept hearing the scripture, the way the, the race is not given to the Swiss, but the one that endures to the end. Mm -hmm. and, and, and that's, and that's really it. You know, this, this life was never intended to be easy. You know, the things that we're trying to do that are after the heart of the father are not going to be as simple as we would like them to be. You know, yeah. the, the, walk, the walk, if you, if you study the walk of Jesus, it wasn't always simple. Mm -hmm. you know, but there was there was definitely a lot to learn in the walk of Jesus because there was a level of endurance that's equally as required of mm -hmm. us. Mm -hmm. So it was an endurance, understand that you know the first point I want to make is that in thinking of endurance, it's important to understand that the first part of that scripture, the race is not given to the swift. Mm -hmm. So somebody that it may look like they're advancing further than you yeah. they're doing more than you you know they're you know they're making more than you they're progressing in whatever area more than you it doesn't count you out yeah it doesn't count you out all that means is that if they are in the will of the father that it was their time and if they're not they carnal and they're doing it in their own accord in their own control but if they're in the father it was their time. And you also don't know what they went through because they had a process too. We're processed for every area of our lives. So they had a process too. But understand there is still a level of endurance yes. that is required of you yeah. for your walk. Because your walk and their yeah. walk are different. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know what I, th I think about? I think about... The scripture that um what's the scripture um though it though it tarry wait you can't wait for it mm -hmm. it will not it, it will not tear it will surely come and even as, as, as you talk about um endurance sometimes as we are waiting for the things that we are praying for and hoping for god is literally building up stamina stamina if just think about it, if you have to continue to tarry and to continue to pray and to continue to worship for something that the Lord is asking for, right? Because ultimately, the Lord, we ain't waiting for the Lord. He's waiting for us, and um, a lot mm -hmm. of times he's he's waiting for us to go deeper. And if you think about the process of going deeper and then breaking through to the thing that you're looking to to, to break through for. Just look about the growth that has taken place in that process. And I love when when the Lord just leads you down that road because um, then when you encounter that thing again, you can say, oh, um, you know, pray, pray your prayer and go about your business. You know, but I love how mm -hmm. he just puts us into a place where um, it builds up endurance in us. It builds up 
stamina in this because listen, some some of the folks who are going to watch this are intercessors, and sometimes, especially in the strange times that we are right now there are going to be times where we need that stamina to pray on behalf of the other people that we need to pray. And again, just going back to the point that this is not about us. There might be a time where we had to um, tarry for something, but that process taught us how to tarry. It gave us the stamina. It gave us the endurance. So now my sister and my brethren who I need to intercede on a behalf of, I learned how to tarry in my process. So now I can, now I can tarry for them. You know, it's, it's, it's interesting that you say that because as you're speaking, I hear the Lord and he literally just ministered to me in this moment about endurance. And, you know, the Bible talks about we go from faith to faith, uh, from faith to faith and glory to glory. And it, it really lines up with what you were saying, because, you know, in each level in God, you know, there's a mm -hmm. level of endurance. And in each level that we get to or that we graduate to, you know, we end, we endure at one level to get to the next. So when we get to the next, we already have the strength and the capacity to yes. endure in that level. And once we've reached that level, we've built a level of stamina that gets us to the next level. So that when we find out, when we find things are coming after us that are two levels before us, we yes. already have yes. the patience already have the endurance we have already pulled on and found our strength and now we have the stamina to overcome every everything that tried to touch us beforehand and that's why you can't give up that's why you can't throw in the towel because there is so much more that you are destined to do but you have to get through these stumbling blocks you have to get through these roadblocks in order to build the stamina that you need to and that's what it means to endure to yeah. the end endure yeah. to the end means that by the time you get to the finish line, everything you needed, your strength, your endurance, your patience, your trust, your prayer life, all that build this, builds the stamina for who yeah. you were really created to yeah. be anyway. If you think about somebody that um, is getting ready for a marathon, right? They go through healthy eating habits. They go through making sure their muscles are conditioned. They make sure that they're getting their daily exercise. They're taking vitamins. All of those things are critical components of being the mm -hmm. racer that can endure this entire marathon, however many miles it is. The same as it is in the natural is the same that it is in the spirit. We have to make sure that we're in prayer, that we're feasting on the word of God, that we're even, even when contention knocks at our door, we can speak to that door and mm -hmm. commit it to be moved because that's we know that that's not the door that right. we're meant to walk through. So, you know, we we can we have already by the time we get to the point of even getting on the path to the finish line, we have everything. We're well equipped, lacking yes. nothing, ready for all the things and that mature. we are supposed to do. Mm -hmm. immature enough because like I said we, we've talked about it like I said you're gonna hear me say it a while a, a, a lot throughout this podcast mm -hmm. it's not easy mm -hmm. it's not easy I'll say it again it is not mm -hmm. easy but it's yes necessary. it's necessary. necessary so that when the next so that the, so that when you reach whatever the level it is of God that mm -hmm. you're called to be in if you're and I'm talking and not even just in ministry I'm talking about the marketplace I'm talking about the systems that you have to speak to, the governments that are going to be under your feet as a result yes. of your process, the business that you are supposed to birth and lead, the business that don't look like other businesses, the clothing line that don't look like other clothing lines, the podcasts that don't look mm -hmm. like other podcasts. When you get to that point, you are well equipped yeah. 
well equipped, lacking nothing because you yeah. toughed it out. It's hard. You want to cry? You get it's going to be a lot of tears. like that. <laughs> Listen, might have cried last night. However, <laughs> however, understand that when you come to the place of victory, and we're victorious mm -hmm. in the process, but when you see the fullest manifestation of the victory, you're you're going to turn around and look at yourself in the mirror and be like, yeah. well, who this girl? Who is this pretty girl that I'm looking at that yes. is strong, that is mighty, that is a warrior, that has contended for her place in the spirit and not let nothing or no one talk her out of her place because in her place, there is everything she needs. That million dollar deal, that all the things in God, the business, the book, the yeah. author in you, it, it, it takes the process to really cultivate you to be who you really are so that when you look back over your life you can say that it was nothing but god and i'm glad yes, i didn't, I'm give, glad up. I didn't give up that part you let that be your testimony I, mm -hmm. i'm glad i didn't give up it's gonna get dark sometimes we know that we're living that trust mm -hmm. me when i tell you pretty girl if i could be fully transparent you're gonna be like how are you even yeah. talking about this but but understand that it's necessary it's working for your good. It may sound colloquial, and I know there's a pretty girl out there like, please don't say that. But it is. It's literally working yeah. for your good because there is a there is a you that needs this process. There is there's a you five years ago, five years from now, or even less that is going to look back and be like, oh my goodness, I've really made yeah. it through that, and I'm sitting in the, my right seat and in my right place in God. In the, in the marketplace, in the systems, in the government, as the author, as the journalist, as the business owner, because I didn't give up. Yeah, yeah, definitely agree. You know what's interesting? I've had a, a lot of moments in the past few weeks and I'm like, wow. And you look at something that is easier than what you experienced before and you're like, wow, I am so glad I didn't give up and look at what was on the other side of that. But I wanted to talk about some things that you could pray as you're going through this process. And even, you know, it, it and some of these prayers are very, very simple. You know, a lot of times people think that they have to come to Father, Father God, um, or Hadabashai. No, God just wants to have just have a conversation with you. And mm -hmm. a lot of times mm -hmm. I ask I ask the Father for strength. Just simply asking him for strength to get through some of the situations that I'm getting through or wisdom or strategy. Because a lot of times, you know, they say work, uh, work smarter, not harder. It's not about exerting more force, but it's about the strategy that only the Lord can give to us. And, and the word says mm -hmm. that his ways are higher mm -hmm. than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our ways. Literally, a lot, a lot mm -hmm. of times you need divine, intelligent strategy, wisdom in order to get through some of the things that you're going through. Um, another thing that I pray for is ask, asking God to continue to refill me. Um, there's a lot of you out there who are pouring and you're pouring and you're pouring and you're not asking God to refill you. So literally you out here parched and ashy needed some moisture because you need to, 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 to call on the Lord to refill you. So um, that's one thing. Uh, fresh oil. We don't we don't want no oils with no flies in it. We want we want fresh oil and we want to be overflowing. So um, I ask God for fresh oil. I ask God for rest. And, and a lot of us, especially as women, um, pretty, 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 fellow pretty girls, we have these moments where we are 
or God is calling us to rest and we just fill it in with other things. And even sometimes it might be under the guise of self-care, but really it's just busying ourselves. So, you know, I ask for rest, but as I ask for that rest, I also make sure that I actually take said rest. Because a lot of times yeah. when you have those period of rest, the Lord will, um, you will go through a period where you, um, where there's a whole bunch of things that, that that's required of you that you, you would have wished that you had the rest if you had the rest. And then the last thing I'll say is um, sometimes let's talk about the unnecessary warfare, because there are sometimes where we, where we put where we uh, put ourselves in unnecessary warfare. And I would say in those times where, where we need to be calling on to the Lord for things and we just try to do it in our own strength. And I've been guilty of that a lot, just trying to do things with my hand instead of going to my father and asking him what should be done in that situation or strength. And when I think about that, uh, when I work out, right, I like the Stairmaster, y'all. The Stairmaster is my jam. And when I'm on a Stairmaster, I can stay on there for 30 minutes easy. But the reason why I can stay on for 30 minutes is because there is 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 hit hit workout. So it's uh maybe two minutes of fast and then it goes really, really slow. Two minutes fast and really, really slow. But because there are those periods of breaks, I'm able to get through the entire workout. And it's always funny to me because I see people get on and they do this, they they you know, turn that stair message up really, really high, but that they but they can only stay on there for a few minutes. And it even goes back to the scripture about not um the Swiss, but those who endure. There are a lot of times where we think that rest is going to place us backwards, where really rest gives us the strength to continue to endure. So just keep that in mind mm-hmm. as you go throughout this process and even as you think about giving up, are you resting? And are you really, really giving the things to the Father so he can download into you the strength, the wisdom, the knowledge, everything you need to go forward? Yeah, when I think about the things that I pray for, or even in my prayer time, what my prayer time looks like, sometimes it, it ain't Father God in the name of and then those things have their place. I'm not yeah. knocking it. Oh, no. I'm not, I'm not you know, making a yeah. mockery of it at all. But when I'm in the middle of the pressure. I don't have time for all the jargon. Nope. I don't. I don't have the time to lift up your hands all your gates. Sometimes, and, and like I said, not from a, a comedic perspective, but yeah. I, I ain't got that. Like, when my back is up against the wall and I need to hear from the Father and I need him, need yeah. him, need him, it, you know, I, you know, uh, my prayer is simply, yeah. Lord, help me. You know, yeah. Lord, help me, you know, and, and, and finding, you know, my, my place and pulling on his strength. And, you know, you brought up a, a very important part of endurance in the process of not giving up. Mm-hmm. And it's rest mm-hmm. and retreat. And, and, and when I say retreat, mm-hmm. it's not give up. When I say retreat, it literally means finding that place of solace um, in yeah. your secret place, whatever that looks like for you. And, you know, for me, my secret place looks like moments of just rest and really communion with the Father so that I can understand mm-hmm. what to do next. And, you know, rest, we overlook rest because we call rest, oh, well, I'm just not going to yeah. do this today. Or, you know, I'm going to just browse social media for mm-hmm. seven hours. Or, you know, I'm just going to do nothing um, that I wanted to do on my list and then feel guilty about it yeah. later. That's not rest. You know, sometimes it takes for you to unplug, 
to steal away. Even in if, if you if you if you are a Bible reader, you will find that in many instances in Jesus's walk, he will perform miracles. He will do all of these things yeah. and retreats and, you know, and spend time with the father. And it's equally as important in your endurance process and building your stamina, building your patience, building your trust and, and, and building your endurance to really spend time with the father, retreat from the daily you know, tasks of life, the, the, all the responsibilities you have and really find that time and rest. And it's, this is going to sound so simple, but it's so powerful. Yeah. Take a nap. Listen. <laughs> Take Listen. And, and, you know, I, I try not to, to talk about my, my profession uh, on a podcast. However, I will say that uh, my apostle said it one time. He said, rest is the first order mm -hmm. of holiness. And I, it stuck with me for, for forever because it's, it, it holds so much truth. And it also, it, scientifically, a 30-minute nap can reset your yes. entire day. Your entire day. When you feel the pressures, the weight, the woes, and the cares of this world, what I literally mean mm -hmm. take a nap. I mean, like, close your eyes and think on whatever you need to think on that's true and lovely and of good report yes. to take a nap. You know, there, on, on my toughest days when I felt like everything was lost and all was just a waste, I retreated from my normal activities and took and took a nap and woke mm -hmm. up refreshed, full of strength, mm -hmm. full of purpose full of strategy and ready to take on whatever was trying to knock me down and succeed in it because I took those moments of retreat. So, you know, on top of my, my very heartfelt prayers to the father and just really, you know, making it plain what I need from him in that moment. I am also very, um, I'm very thoughtful about those restful moments because you can't, you know what happens to a runner when they overexert their muscles, yeah. they pull something and then they're down and out and they're not able yes. to race, run, or even exercise or any of the, the typical regiment because you've overworked yeah. that area yeah. of your body. And it's the same thing with us, you know, part of building your endurance isn't just you being on go, on go, on go, on go, on go. You know, sometimes it's okay to take those moments of care for yourself yeah and rest yeah and yeah rest. that's good um you talked about detours the other day and literally as we talk about this process of feeling like you're going to give up and, and actually not not taking that rest can actually delay your process and even putting your yourself in a stasis of busy 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 um is literally an ab abomination to the lord I think it's Proverbs 11 and one or Proverbs. I think it's Proverbs 11 and one. And this is a false balance. It's an abomination to the Lord. And, it, and I'm not here to condemn anybody. That's not what I'm saying, but I'm saying that I'm the reason why I'm pointing that out is because a lot of times we don't realize how important rest is. Like it is, it is not only something that we should do. It is literally a mandate. Like we, have to rest we have to rest and recover so that we can be refreshed to do what god called called us to do because for some of us it's like we talked about before it's going to be a lot it's going to be mm -hmm. um a heavy a heavy uh responsibility however that rest will give you the capacity to do everything that you, that that you're called to do if you looked at myself or nakaya's schedule yeah but like what how do they even do this? Listen, even right now, as we're we're as we're 
um, live, we've had to do a million other things in our day today. But because we take those moments of rest, and it even comes in friendship, because even when it comes with her and I or us and our other friends, we know we got to rest. Girl, I, I call you later. That's my take. And then they know, know nothing about nothing. Because some of y'all either don't let y'all friends rest or y'all don't take the rest for yourselves. I'm telling you, I don't care where that, what it is. If the Lord is calling you to rest, rest. And don't make nobody feel bad about resting. Yeah. Yeah, completely, completely agree. You know, rest is very important. And here's why rest is important. Go ahead and overexert yourself if you want to, pretty girl. You know what's going to happen? You're going to get to the next and not have any energy to do mm -hmm. anything you're supposed to do. Yeah, you'll get to, you know, we'll run. And, and we're all guilty of this. No, kind, You know, we're not condemning anybody whatsoever because I'm guilty of it, of running and running and running or goal setting, goal setting, goal setting, or planning, planning, planning. I'll, I'll be transparent for a moment. I called my husband and then I called Kawana after I passed my uh, my exam. And I, I think I called my father as well. And each of them asked me a question that I couldn't answer. They asked me, what are you going to do to celebrate now that you pass? And I'm like, child, take a nap. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> Six weeks of, you know, of, of, of planning yeah. and preparation. I'm going to bed. But honestly, I said to myself after coming from the testing center, and I didn't know what yeah. to do. I didn't know how to celebrate. I'm looking at jobs and I'm like, well, Lord, I put all of my energy into passing this exam and rightfully so, right? Because I wanted to pass, but I don't know what yeah. I want to do. Like, I'm sitting here at a, at a roadblock now, two of them actually, um, two small roadblocks of how do I celebrate this accomplishment that, let's be, it took me mm -hmm. three years to do um, mm -hmm. because I gave up. That's a whole mm -hmm. other story and a whole other day, yeah. but I gave up. And it took me three years to do it. Finally accomplished it. You know, grateful for the accomplishment. But I spent so much time worrying over this test, giving up on it, thinking that it wasn't going to happen. So finally getting it and not knowing how to celebrate and then not mm -hmm. knowing what's next. So don't be like me in that situation where I put every ounce of me, every bit of my strength into passing and never consider what I was going to do yeah. thereafter. You know, overexerting myself, making sure that I, I was right. And, I, you know, I, I needed to prepare. Don't get me wrong. But now I was faced with the with the issue of having no idea what celebration even yeah. looks like for this. And then thinking about future careers, future passions, not even really having a full on direction of what's next. I know what my long term goals are and I know what I want to be um, when the time is right. But I'm talking about yeah. right now. What am I going to do next? And I did not have an answer. So this is the point. This is the purpose of planning ahead for your for your stages of endurance and building your patience, trust and stamina, because you don't want to overexert yourself in areas where you yeah. don't have to. That by the time you get to the end of the of the process, you can't celebrate. You're tired. You're worn out. You don't have strategy or capacity for what's next. You don't even know where the journey is leading after this because you spent mm -hmm. all your time focused on, you know, overexerting yourself in that area. So definitely take that time. Definitely, um, you know, ju just consider 
not yeah. overexerting yourself. So that when you walk into the promise, yes. you're refreshed, yes. you're renewed, you're you with the energy that you need to have to literally take this world by storm. Because we are we are called to be yes. world changers. We are called to be trendsetters. We are called to be the the blueprint. But we can't be tired. Yeah. Yes. There's so much that is that is waiting for us. There is so much that we're still yet required to do, which is why we're in this process now. But imagine getting to the, you know, almost like Moses, getting to the promised land and can't see it, yeah. and can't, can't it. enjoy it because lack of rest is still yeah. disobedience. Over exerting yourself when God just said, "Trust me," mm -hmm. that's disobedience. The delay is still mm -hmm. disobedience. So. What does, you know, be, be careful, pretty girl, that you don't find yourself in a place of seeing your promised land and yes. can't enjoying it, seeing your promised land and can't enter, or seeing your promised land and just, yeah. now what? Now what? You know, take the time to really consider that, A, you're not going to give up, B, you're not going to throw in a towel, but you're going to learn your process of endurance so that when you get to that door and you open it and you walk through it and you're this new you that is strong, that is powerful, that is confident, that you now have the energy because you rested in the seasons where it got difficult so that when you walk into this place, your energy is 100, you're ready to, to conquer all things that God has mm -hmm. placed in your hands and to support it well. Because you can't steward if you're yes. not rested. Yes. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. So as we close out, what would you say would be one of the things, or even if it's a few, a couple of things that has really helped you when you were at the moment when you were about to give up? And I know we talked about um, a lot of things as we, we spoke through tonight, but what would you say for someone out there who was looking just to, who was starting the process of just building up the strength of not giving up? You know, I think the biggest lesson in all of this for me, full transparency, because we dig to the root, is coming mm -hmm. to the end of myself. Um, I had to come to the end of what I thought should have happened. I had to come to the end of how I felt. I had to come to the end of my control and the full the, the full ending of Nakaya for Holy Spirit mm -hmm. to really show up. So I think in you know, in those moments when it gets rough, in those moments where you're like, God, I'm about to mm -hmm. I'm, I'm walk away and mm -hmm. I ain't coming back, you know, realize that the first thing you said is God, mm -hmm. I so, so you you're you're coming to God with what yeah. you think should happen. And you're coming to God with your plan. And in, in your 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 own uh, desire of what should happen, and when you come to the end of that, instead of God, I'm about to, God, you're gonna blow my mind. God, I mm -hmm. wanna give up. God, you're doing mm -hmm. something great. God, I don't know, and I'm I, I'm I, this is it. I'm a fool. God, you said, you know, because when you put when you come to the end of yourself, it means that you're putting God first. In every area and trust in him, even when you mm -hmm. can't trace him. So I think the biggest takeaway for me is coming to the end of Nakaya and fully trusting God, even when I can't trace exactly yes. what he's doing. 
Yes, I would I would definitely agree with it. What comes to mind is Paul and how Paul um, basically said that he rejoiced in his, his weaknesses. And when we look at that scripture, it just talks about how God's strength is made perfect in our weaknesses. And for me, and it's still a process where just being okay, where I need help in these areas and just giving that those, those things to the Lord, because he will strengthen us. You know, it's a partnership with the Holy spirit to do the things that we're called to do. So I think that that process is beautiful. Just trusting in him, like you said, because when we, we when we're looking for stuff to happen, especially when we don't know when it's going to come, we're looking for a tracking number. We're looking for a full page explanation of what's going to take place. But really the Lord just wants us to trust. And that's the whole premise of faith. Right. And, everyone knows that without faith, it's impossible for us to please him. So he wants us to come up in our trust. He wants us to come up in our faith and really that process, as you were speaking about, of submitting to him, just really allows him to come in and do what he needs to do because he don't need our help. And then the second thing I would say is just praising them anyhow. You know, even as of this week, there were things that took place and I just began to praise the Lord. You know, it might look like this way, but Lord, I, pray, I I thank you. I praise you because it could have been going this way, but it's, it's going this way. And Lord, I praise you. And Lord, I just praise you just for being you, just for being um, magnificent, omnipotent, you know, just, just praising him because, and I know people say this, you know, a praise confuses the enemy, but it really does because a lot of times the enemy is looking for us to get into this downtrodden place when no, I'm going to praise the Lord anyhow because this is not my my end destination and i trust that the lord is going to see me out of this situation so that would be like the two major things that i would that, that i would say that helps me is just trusting that he's going to do it and even in situations where i realize that i didn't give it to him you know repent because you know that's a part of this process too repenting giving those things to him and then praising them. So I would say those those two things. Yeah, and just reminding, you know, as we're closing, you know, just realizing that, you know, the the word declares that he knows the thoughts that he thinks yeah. towards us. And to prosper us and not yeah. to harm us, but to give us an expected end. And in some translations, future, it says a yeah. hope in the future. So, you know, sometimes you just have to rest in that, that at the end of the day, no matter how hard it gets, no matter who says what, no matter what it looks like naturally, behind the scenes, God is a is a working yeah. a miracle. You know, you know, God is working out the very things that are trying to intimidate us, that are trying to get us off course, that are trying to get us off track. And you know, God God knows exactly what we need how we need it when we need it and the right time to you know to give us the things that we need and we just have to we just have to trust in it we have to rest in it and we just can't i can't stress it enough yes it is hard <laughs> this is hard <laughs> but you cannot give up pretty girl i challenge you that and every time you feel like you're going to give up just mm -hmm. just go a little more yeah. just go a little more 
Now, we're not asking for chapters and novels more, but just go a little more. Take another step. Make another decision. You know, keep keep moving until you see all that is um that is promised to you because there is yeah. a promise. You know, we wouldn't be going through all of this had there not been a promise that shook the gates of hell. So just keep going. Keep making the decision that no matter what, you will see it through yes. to the end. Because realize the end of one level is the beginning of another. So there's more. There's so much more for you to do. And pretty girl, we're rooting for you. We're praying for you. All heaven is backing yeah. you. And we want to see you make it. Just like we're going to make it, we decree and declare on this podcast tonight that you will make it. You will not be crushed by the weight of the pressure. You will not be crushed by the weight that's trying to take you out. But it's building your strength. It's building your endurance. It's building your tenacity to pioneer something new. So come yeah. on, warrior. Come on, pioneer. Come on, pretty girl. Come on through with us because we will make it to everything that God has for us. We will make it and no demon in hell is going to stop us. So we thank you. We thank you guys so much for joining us tonight. Don't forget to check out our socials. It's right up in here somewhere. I don't know if you can see it up in here, um, but the QR code is right above us. That'll take you to all of our socials. We are here live every Friday at eight o'clock on Facebook. We're also posting daily on Instagram and TikTok. Our TikTok account is at Pretty Girl B, and our Instagram account is Pretty Girl underscore B Hill. Follow us there for daily motivation, encouragement, all that you need is on those platforms. And don't forget, we also post here on Facebook. We would love to talk to you and to meet you in the comments. So if, if you were blessed by this um, episode, feel free to talk to us and talk to your fellow pretty girls about the you know your endurance process, your won't give up commitment, and continue to follow us and support us. We are more than grateful for you guys. And we love you so, so, so much. Um, tune in to next week where we dig to the root with more interesting topics. And until then, we will see you guys later. Have a great evening, pretty girl. Bye, pretty girls. <laughs>